Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Hi, welcome back. It's late. It's going to get weird. It's our Odd Pod podcast. <laughs> a podcast dedicated to the odd, the macabre, and staying up late, and everything in between. And listening to people crack fire poppers. Fire poppers. Pop firecrackers, crack pop fire poppers. In the club. Shoot fireworks. By the river. Each other. Really? When we drink, we do it right. Getting eaten by a lizard. Oh, God. <laughs> Someone stop her. Oh, no, yeah. it started. Yeah. It's getting weird already. Right out the gate. Anyway. How are you doing? I'm so great. Just really wonderful. Yeah? Uh-huh. I couldn't tell. Yeah, I'm just so good. If I was any better, I would be committing a crime. Yeah? Like Probably. what? Like I don't know. Being too happy. Okay. Yeah. How are you? I'm great. Good. I'm totally awake. That's not true. Totally not running off of borrowed time. Mm, that's also not true. <laughs> I'm currently drinking cold brew out of a wine glass. So drinking that's where cold I'm brew at out right of a now. Wine glass and lying. I would never. I've never lied a day in my life. Really? Yep. Never ever? They called me Felicia Truthful. <laughs> Truth Leisha. Truth Leisha. Felicia Truthful. They called me Old Truth Leisha. Yep. Old Honest Felicia. They'll put that on my stone, they will. Honesty is my middle name. Yeah? Mm -hmm. I don't think that's true. It is true. Is it spelled with a Y? It is. <laughs> well... You actually can't spell honesty without a Y, it turns out. <laughs> I, mean, you could, I mean, I guess you could spell it with an I, but that'd be it's, weird. It's two I's, actually. It's honesty. Honesty. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. We, we talked about a murder last week, didn't we? Did we? Did we have an episode last week? We definitely did. Oh, we, we talked, talked about, about the Mothman. Oh, the Mothman. Yeah. Not Jack the Ripper. See how she forgets my episodes? It was so long ago. That's why I'm so sad currently. <gasps> no. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, okay, okay. Someone well, help me. Someone help me. I'm being bullied. Okay, first of all, I wasn't going to talk about a murder. But then? But now we're going to talk about a murderer. Are we talking about a murderer? Felicia was born December 1st. Oh. She's going to kill me. <laughs> all right, well. If you're listening and you're a coworker, and if I'm not at work Friday, Friday, you know what happened. She killed me. Not before he edited this podcast. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this will be a train wreck of an episode. That's fine. I'm here for it. I don't know. I feel like we started out really strong. Yeah? Yeah. You weren't even there for it. I know. For I half missed, of it. I missed like a whole half of it. Okay, anyway. We talked about a murderer. We talked about a cryptid. This week, I want to talk about something I know you hold very dear to your heart. What? Ghosts. Oh, yes. And hauntings. Ghosts are definitely in my top 10 fictitious creatures. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, have you ever heard of the Queen Mary? I've heard of... Mary, Queen of the Scots. No. Is that the same thing? Nope. Was the boat named after Queen Mary? They didn't say. Okay. 
I have not. I guess I haven't. Is it from Ghost Ship? No. Okay. Then no. <laughs> well, let me tell you a little bit about her. Okay. Okay. So the Queen Mary rests in Long Beach Harbor, California. The RMS Queen Mary was a colossal ship that was bigger and more powerful than the Titanic. Wow. The 1,000-foot ship began her life when her parents, Queen Elizabeth and King Nicholas of Wales, gave birth to their daughter, Princess Mary. Is okay. that joke old yet? What joke? Oh, I was like, <laughs> for a second, I'm like, okay, I feel like she just said that the boat had parents, but then I thought maybe you were talking about the person it was named after, so I didn't get it. Sorry. I'm sorry. Not sorry. I still cracked myself up when I was writing it. I saw that. Um, kind of got a good chuckle out of yourself just then, too. I'm so proud of myself. Um, anyways, let's go back to factual information. Factual information. The thousand- was it actually docked in Long Beach, California? It is all, everything but other than the boat having parents. Oh, I hear that there's so much drama in the LBC. Yeah? Yeah, that's what I hear. Is that like a... It's a Snoop Dogg song. <laughs> Never mind. Continue. I am a wee bab. I finally make a music reference. Sorry. And you just, just diarrhea shit all over it. Oh, no. Sorry okay. it wasn't Good Charlotte. It's <laughs> <laughs> your favorite band. All right, so the Thousand Foot Ship began her life in 1930 at the John Brown Shipyard in Clyde, Scotland. Clyde, Scotland. She wasn't completed until 1936 because of, you know, the Depression times. People um, were very sad for that during po- those years. Poor and, you know, without things. Yes. We weren't focusing on luxury cruise ships right. Right at this point. Okay. All right. So she set sail on her maiden voyage, May 27, 1936. And for three years, the Grand Ocean Liner would host the world's rich and famous across the Atlantic, including the likes of the Duke and Duchess of Windsor's. Ooh. Uh, Greta Garbo, Clark Gable, you know who that is? Mm-hmm. Um, and Sir Winston Churchill. Oh, that he sounds familiar. That's a name we know. Yeah, we talked about his dad in your last episode. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yep. no. Yeah, that was your yep. episode. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep, yep. Because the- he might have been Jack the Ripper. Yeah. Right. Anyway. The Queen Mary would hold the record for the fastest ever North Atlantic crossing. What? Faster than an airplane? Fast? No, boat. <laughs> I got jokes too. <laughs> now, there might be one thing you remember coming out of the late 30s, early 40s. and World that, War Two. That would be the eruption of World War II in 1939. I, I can history. <laughs> I history well. Sometimes. So the entire world is at war and all luxury travel immediately ceased. Oh, I get it now. World War. <laughs> and the Queen Mary was stripped of her crown and luxury lifestyle and was transformed into a troop ship that would become to be known as the Grey Ghost. The Grey Ghost. Okay. Her time spent as a troop ship would do a number on her figure as her capacity size was almost doubled. What? Um, in 1942, while carrying 10,000 troops, she collided with her escort, um, and she ended up slicing the other boat in half. I didn't really understand that, but, um, the ship, like the, probably there was like a warship 
yeah. escorting her. She ran into it. Mm-hmm. And she cut it in half. She cut the sh- that ship in half? Yes. Probably because it wasn't very big. Right. You ever seen a battleship? I've played battleship. You've been there's a battleship in Mobile. You've been to it? Oh yeah. It's not that big. So she sliced that boat in half, and because of the threat of enemy nearby, the Queen Mary was forced to leave behind two hundred and thirty nine crewmen to die by the sea. Oof. Yeah. Like in this ocean? Yes. Rough, dude. They just had to leave them there. They didn't have time to like, sorry, there's U boats about. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so that's rough, what was dude. happening during that time. Um, by the end of the Second World War, the ship had carried more than 800,000 troops and traveled more than 600,000 miles and played a significant role in virtually every major Allied campaign. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. The Queen Mary turn, the Queen Mary turned the Grey Ghost, uh, set the record for carrying the most people ever on a floating vessel and participated in the D-Day in- invasion. Wow. Yep. And at the end of the war... The ship would go on to transport more than 22,000 war brides and their children to the U.S. and Canada. These were known as bride and baby voyages. These are people that the soldiers met in theater and like married and had babies with. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, and she would go on to make 13 voyages of this specific pur- purpose uh, in 1946. Wow. Yep. Interesting. So, with the war ending and her duty completed, the Grey Ghost was given her crown back. Um, she re- was refurbished and resumed her elegant cruises in July 1947. But she had seen some shit. But, yes. <laughs> the the echoes of the past were written upon the walls. Yes. Uh, so, she maintained weekly services between Southampton, Cherbourg. No, sure. I, looked, I looked it up. Cherbourg. <laughs> And New York. It's like between, um, it's the tip of France mm-hmm. and the bottom of England. Okay. So and I looked it up. Cherbourg. What is it, like an island? No, it's like uh, Southampton is like the bottom of England mm-hmm. and Cherbourg is the tip of France. Oh, got it. So she's like bouncing between the two. I didn't know they were that close to each other. I'm just you kidding. Can, I'm I was just like, a- you can take a train. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, so by the 1960s, transatlantic cruises were falling out of fashion as being stuck on a boat with being stuck on a boat with no central air conditioning, outdoor pools, or maybe the fact that air travel was becoming more affordable for everyday folk. The ship was withdrawn from service after mm. more than 1,000 transatlantic crossings. It's a big deal for a boat, I think, that is a considering lot. the Titanic didn't make it one time. I know, right? Something about icebergs or... Something about icebergs, yes. Well, it's interesting that it made it through the entire World War II and didn't sink. Yeah. And then once it was over, it's like, you know what we should do with this boat? We should just turn it back into a cruise ship. So the Queen Mary has seen some ship. Has seen some ship. Some ship. Yeah. When the ship hits the fan. (laughs) The Queen Mary. When the ship hits the other ship, the Queen Mary wins apparently, yeah. (laughs) Um, So yeah. But everything that I was like looking at was comparing the Queen Mary to the Titanic. And I didn't really go into specifics as to like why, but they look very similar. It's like one giant ocean liner looks like another, I guess. Well, yeah, but it had like the the huge pillars, I guess you could call them at the top. Um, Looking at the photos, it looks just like the Titanic. 
but it's bigger and it didn't sink by iceberg so what you're saying is it had a more competent crew oh yeah and since this is a real place with real google reviews we can do my favorite thing and read a few the ship has google reviews well since you can go there and it is supposedly haunted and is it dry docked i don't know if it's dry docked it could be like the um the battleship and mobile where it's like just just parked <laughs> parked it's permanently parked yeah i remember when uh katrina hit katrina or ivan i can't remember which one actually moved the battleship they happened so close together it's like one year and then the very next year well it actually moved the battleship and it was like tippy oh shit it was yeah tipped. yeah because i guess it well i guess anyway if i had to guess it would have been ivan because ivan's the one that hit alabama the and water Florida hard came up the boat does what the boat does and it came out of the mud I remember being a kid and they had a submarine as well. Yeah, they still have it there. Oh, they're still there? I don't it was, think it's in the water anymore. It was weird going on the submarine. Oh, yeah. Okay, anyway, anyway. back to Google reviews. My Google. favorite. Review me. Okay, so the Queen Mary clocks in with 21,534 Google reviews. It's rookie numbers. With an average of 4.4 stars. Ooh. And I just want to point out that... Our Odd Pod podcast has a higher rating than the Queen Mary. Yeah, so suck it, spaceship. <laughs> um, and it is located at 1126 Queens Highway, Long Beach, California. And I will go ahead and apologize for the Google reviews that I pulled because yeah. um, there's a lot and they're all my favorite. Oh, you're reading a lot of Google Oh, reviews. yeah. Okay. You heard, Strap in, folks. Get cozy, okay? Get cozy. Because Abigail Jobson gave it four out of five stars four months ago. And she said, a ghost chased me down a long hallway. You think that's why it lost a star? <laughs> she had to exercise. If it was a shorter hallway, do you think it would have been like 4.4, 4.5? Abigail Jobson, if you're oh, out you there. you can't do point reviews. No. Okay. All right. Dana Turner gave it a five out of five stars three years ago on Google. But she was sad because they didn't see any ghost. I wonder why. Pretty good reason. Um, you know why? I don't know why. Ghosts aren't real. Just a Spectre on Google gave it three out of five stars just a year ago. He's like, uh, I did not chase her down the hallway. I was just trying to get to the bathroom. <laughs> um, just a Spectator says, yes, there are ghosts here. Sad point about it is... It gets way too crowded scaring off the ghost. What? Oh. Ghosts are scared of... You heard it here first, actually. Ghosts are scared of large crowds of people. I mean, with that's, COVID and everything. That's why if a bunch of people go to a haunted place, no one sees any ghosts. Not because they're not real, because obviously they're hiding. Okay. Um, they're like snakes. Yeah, okay. So, Duncan's JJX off of Google gives it three out of five stars mm -hmm. uh, three years ago. That's not a very satisfied review. No, no, listen. Okay. All right. We've got a lot of uh, ellipses, so bear with me. My favorite. I love them. Okay. You I didn't believe in ghosts ever, but me and my friends went ghost hunting. We brought a camera and we caught lots of orbs around me. I found out that someone related to me was following me. 
Later in the night, I was held down for 15 seconds. I couldn't get up, yet no one was there. When I finally got free, I made my way back to the desk and just left. Amazing ghost place, but terrifying. <laughs> not convinced? Nope. All right. I would bet money this, this person was not held down for 15 seconds by anything. Just the crushing weight of existence. The crushing weight of existence. Like all of us, the first 15 seconds of waking up every morning. He didn't say it was in the morning. Maybe he took a nap by accident or something. Me. Just laid down and is like overwhelmed by the uh, fragility of human life and our sort of the pointless position that we hold in the grand scheme of the universe. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah. I'm great. How are you? You need to talk about it? Nope. <laughs> also, dust causes uh, orbs. orbs. Yeah. I think we talked about that in one of our episodes. We probably did. In the ghost hunting episode. Probably. It's just dust in the wind. Devin Sawa. Inspired Halo gave it a one out of five stars on Google two years ago. And they said, oh my god, I saw 20 ghosts, especially this one. Did they say which one? There was no photo attached to it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I want to back up. You didn't laugh at my Devin Sawa joke. And it was funny for two reasons, okay? One, he's fucking Casper the Friendly Ghost. And two, <laughs> dust in the wind, final destination. Oh. Jokes are funny when you have to explain them. I I quit. All right, Mad Michael Donahue gave it a five out of five stars three years ago on Google. And he said, it's haunted. I saw a real ghost. I'm not here anymore, remember? I just quit and stomped off. I'm talking to your ghost. All right, I think we got two more. Okay, okay. Well, reread that one. The last one? Yeah. It's haunted. I saw, oh, hold on. This is my favorite one. Okay. <laughs> It's haunted. I saw a real live ghost. Nice. <laughs> Took me way too long to get that. Yeah. Real live ghost. Coming to you live from the afterlife. It's a good one. Uh, sore gave it a five. Sore like, or sore like, oh. Sore as an S-O-R. Okay. Uh, gave it a five out of five star rating off Google two years ago. I don't know where this accent's coming from. I, don't I know. saw like 10 ghosts. It's cool how many ghosts you can see here, but it sucks too because they're so casual. Like they just look at you <laughs> and growl and keep cleaning the room. <laughs> Some get really angry when you take your sheets and cut holes in them when you try going undercover as one of them. Other than that, great time. 10 out of 10. Would totally get another spooky theme re reach around. God. <laughs> You know what? There's nothing worse than a casual ghost, honestly. A spooky thing reach around. <laughs> Just casual, wearing their flip-flops, smoking their cigarettes. Getting okay. an angry handy in the parking lot. It's getting a angry handy in the, I don't know. This, the boy the in head. the room. <laughs> okay, so last one. Okay. Okay, so uh, Meg Perez 
gives it a five out of five two years ago on Google. Okay. You ready? I'm so ready. In the engine room, my husband and I had quite the experience with a ghost by the door number 13. He Ooh. banged a door for us six times, and I saw him as well. In the infirmary, I got sick to my stomach, and when we left the area, it was gone. And then I stood next to one of the doors by B240 room, and I heard tapping. I had so much fun. Next time we're going, we're going to stay the night. It was amazing. We can sleep on this boat? Yes. It is a hotel. I guess we have to go stay there. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. So remember uh, door 13 and the room B40. B40 or B240? B240. I will try to remember that. Okay. It probably won't happen. Well, I'll be here to help you okay. along the way. I'm just saying we stayed at the Myrtles. Didn't see no ghosts. Didn't hear no listen, ghosts. Listen, listen, listen. We stayed at the Myrtles. You saw no ghost. You didn't see a ghost? Oh, they came to me in my dreams. Did they? Yes. What'd they say? Hey, it's me, I'm a casual ghost. <laughs> I'm just saying like... Did they come to you in your dreams? I don't dream. Ever? Never. And that night, I was freaking out. If you remember, I woke up, I, one, could not sleep. Mm -hmm. And as you like to so calmly remind me to let the ghost of the tiny children lull me back to sleep. I thought that was very romantic. It, no. It worked. It did not. You, you immediately fell right back you to sleep. You went back to sleep. <laughs> as soon as I said it, you said. I said, why would you say that? And then. No. And you started snoring like a old lumberjack with a deviated septum. <laughs> All right. So. So. Have I sold you on the Queen Mary yet? Sold me? Like a ghost? <laughs> I'm going to stop trying to be funny this episode. It's fine. It, it ain't working. <laughs> Um, Get my agent on the phone. Oh, my goodness. Need a okay. new line of work. In case you were wondering why specifically I am talking about the Queen Mary today, it's because of the ghost. Because of the ghosts, plural. Ghost. Oh, yes. I assumed that that was why. Okay, well, the Queen Mary was labeled as one of the top 10 most haunted places on Earth by Times Magazine. Wow. We stayed at another place that was rated really high on the most haunted places on earth. Really? The Myrtles. I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, like, I knew it was haunted, but like, ooh. I want to say it is fairly haunted. Myrtles? Like, quite haunted. I would. I mean, like, on according to people who believe in that sort of thing, it's like one of the more haunted places. Yeah, I felt it. So let's do it. Okay, anyway, okay. Back Let's to, go the, to queen. the ship. The Queen Mary. All right. So, throughout the years, many have visited the Queen Mary. Um, <laughs> some think a few visitors, well, more than a few, never left. Bum, bum, bum. I'm trying to. I'm trying to be really dramatic here. Okay. I wish I could remember which button did that sound. Throughout the years, staff and visitors began reporting unusual happenings with ghosts and sounds appearing throughout the ship. And now I just realized I said sounds appearing. Yes. Um, the I queen. Hate when I see a random sound just floating <laughs> down the hallway. 
the Queen Mary has been the site of at least 49 reported deaths, along with having gone through the terrors of war. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so it's not at all a surprise that some have gotten stuck on the Queen Mary. Now, are these 49 deaths after it became a hotel? Because if the answer is yes, then I'm going to rethink the whole we should go stay there thing. No, before. <laughs> okay, good. Um, so the Queen Mary has everything a haunting could ask for and more. Um, over the years, the sightings of the apparitions have that have been haunting the Queen Mary have increased quite a number, mm -hmm. um, which would make sense because the ship is supposedly housing over 150 ghosts that are regularly reported. Wow. Like individual people have individually reported 150 unique ghosts? Yes. Whoa. It's a lot. It's a big ship too, so. So. There have been sightings of like the lights being turned off and on, um, laughter coming from a room that is seemingly empty. Other phenomenon include distinct knocks, door slamming, high-pitched squeals, drastic temperature changes, and the aromas of smells long since past. But without getting, in all, without getting into all 150 ghosts that reside here, I've got a little information on some that piqued my particular interest. Go on. Okay, so... I'm going to attempt to make way, my way up from the bottom of the ship. And because I didn't actually look at a map of the boat, don't at me if I get it wrong. Okay. Okay. So located 50 feet below the water sea level. That was wrong. Below water level is the Queen Mary's engine room slash boiler room, which is said to be a bit of a hot spot, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> so... Screams and violent noises are often reported. Whoa. Scary noises from a boiler room. Go figure. Violent noises. This room was used in the filming of the Poseidon Adventures and the room's infamous Door 13 had crushed at least two men to death at different points during the ship's history. They should have put a chain on this door or something. So the most recent death during a routine... Wandering around crushing people. During a routine watertight door... Drill in 1966, the door actually crushed an 18-year-old crew member dressed in blue coveralls and sporting a beard. The young man has often been spotted walking the length of the shaft alley before disappearing by door number 13. Ooh, spooky. It's not often you see an 18-year-old with a full beard, you know? Oh, my God. I guess they grew them different back then. <laughs> That's what you took away from that? Yes. <laughs> um. So... I'd like to die in coveralls. Probably comfy as hell. It might be comfy, you're right. Just wearing pajamas. Yeah, like pajamas that zip all the way down. Two of the more popular spots for the Queen's otherworldly guests are its first and second class swimming pools, though they are both not in use today. Mm -hmm. um, and they haven't been for more than three decades. Um, women have often seen appearing in like a 1930s style swimming suit, wandering the decks near the pool. Others have reported the sounds of splashing and um, like wet footprints leading away from the deck to the changing rooms. Oh my God. Wet footprints? Yes. From the pool to the changing room? Of an empty pool. With no water in it? No water in okay, it. Okay, well that's different. I didn't know the pool was empty. It's not being used. People stay there. They're not keeping a pool full of water if they're not using it. Why isn't there a pool? It's a hotel. It's like a 70-year-old pool. You really want to be swimming in it. Maybe. I swim in a billion-year-old ocean. <laughs> <laughs> 
Some people have also spied the spirit of a young girl clutching a teddy bear near the pool. Um, in the second class pool room, the spirit of another little girl named Jackie is often been seen and heard. Allegedly, the unfortunate girl drowned in the pool during the ship's sailing days and it reputedly refuses to move on. Wow. What does she sound like? What do they hear? Look, okay, so I wanted to like try and grab a clip. But the one place I found a clip, all the audio files were broken. Oh. Coincidence? Or ghosts? I'm going to go with changing media. Maybe. I <laughs> bet she sounded something like this. Jackie. Jackie. She's not a Pokemon. <laughs> Everything is a Pokemon. No. So, there are ghost type Pokemon. That's true, but they're not named Jackie. You don't know. I do know. So, um, I do want to point out that like there has never been like a reported drowning on the ship. Weird. Maybe so, they just didn't report it. That's true, I guess. She drowned in the second class swimming pool? Yes. They're like, we don't have to report the deaths of peasants. Um, also, another young girl also haunts the ship as she plays a nightly game of hide-and-seek with the other ghosts. Oh. That sounds sweet. That sounds fun. Unless the other ghosts are, like, trying to, you know, hurt her. No, I don't think so. Um, in the Queen Salon... Uh, which once served as the ship's first-class lounge, a beautiful young woman in an elegant white evening gown is often seen dancing alone in the shadows of the corner of the room. She also likes to glide across the floor in a long gown, dancing to a silent orchestra. Interesting choice, the white gown. We call her the white lady. Yeah? Yes. You know, also white ladies are a specific type of ghost. Or are women they? in white, yeah. Oh, yeah, because, like, uh, brides and things. Well, also, they, they, like, hang out by the road and get men to pick them up and then hurt them. We should talk about, like, different types of ghosts. Okay. Rather than just, like, types of hauntings. Yeah. But, like, the woman in white, the Banshees. woman in gray. The white, like, the, the, the bride. Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Yeah. Jeffrey. You heard of Jeffrey? Mm-mm. It's like a famous Alabama ghost, love. Mm-mm. Yeah. 13 Ghosts and Jeffrey. I've never heard of Jeffrey. Ever heard of that book? Nope. Checked it out from the library when I was a young Billy. <laughs> so. I'll do an episode about Jeffrey. Please do, because okay. I have no idea what that is. All right, so. Wow. The infamous starter room um, has a large number of recorded paranormal activity with numerous stories of haunted encounters recorded in the ship's logs. Mm -hmm. Here, reports have been made of a tall, dark-haired man appearing in a 1930s-style suit, as well as water running and lights turning on in the middle of the night, phones ringing in the early morning hours with no one on the other end of the line. In the third-class children's playroom, a baby cry... Or a baby's cry can often be heard, which is thought to be an infant who died shortly after his birth. Whoa. Lights flickering. Mm-hmm. Phones ringing. In the middle of the night. And the walls will ooze green slime. I didn't say that. It's just Nosferatu. <laughs> oh, Nosferatu. 
That's scary. Baby crying in the middle of the night would be scary. Is that your line? Is that like, my line? That would be... I mean, if I heard that, I would go and see what was up. And if you didn't see anything... I would be very suspicious. Would it creep you out? I would think... I would just blame the establishment for filtering in baby sounds in the middle of the night to make people think it was haunted. <laughs> I'm very skeptical. I see that. <laughs> so, um... Just saying. At some point in my life, I would have expected to have encountered a ghost if they were real. Right? Have you not experienced a ghost? No. Huh. Not to, not to my knowledge. Mm -hmm. Maybe a little mass hysteria. <laughs> So, back to the, um, there's also in the same ship salon, there is a sighting of a man in dark clothing whose face is bearded. They are like a regular apparition. Mm. Um, they think that this is a fireman who was killed by getting crushed by a watertight door during a regular fire drill. So, mm. stay away from the doors on this boat. Lots, Lots of, of people getting crushed. Crushing doors during drills. Like, did they close automatically or... I I have no idea. You're saying. Um, so he kind of hangs out next to the door that is responsible for his death in the first place. I see. That's where I'd want to hang out. Well, yeah. Like uh, nothing like an eternal reminder of a painful death. <laughs> so B deck is where the third class cabins were and is now used for the guests of the Queen Mary. Ooh. Um, decks. The long hallways of shiny wood paneling and the burgundy carpet add to the ambience. The most famous of these rooms among B deck are B340, um, which used to be three third class rooms and has been since converted into one large suite. Originally, the Queen Mary stopped accepting guests to this room specifically because of just how haunted it was. Really? Yes. You think you could pay extra and get to stay there? Well, in my next sentence, I was going to say that obviously, since they closed it off, people now wanted to experience it. So they, to rent this particular room, it's going to set you back $499 a night. Okay. Guests who stay in the room will be offered a ghostly package, including a chest with an Ouija board for private seances. Can you, do you get to keep it? I don't think so, but I already have tons of thoughts about that. Okay. Um, tarot cards, a crystal ball, and even ghost hunting equipment. Reports of hauntings in this room include faucets turning on and off and toilets flushing on their own. It's just a courtesy flush. Well, that my biggest problem is the Ouija board. Okay. Well, if you remember, you're not supposed to use it where you're going to sleep. So stay up. Here's what we'll do. I'll go stay in this room. I'll do the Ouija board by myself. I'll just stay no. locked in the room all night. And in the morning. You're going to end up like 13 fresh in a day, Fresh as a daisy. No. You mean seeing myself across the street in the room? That's a weird movie. Yeah. But that's okay. I wouldn't mind being compared to a John Cusack. <laughs> He's a handsome sort of fella. Yeah. Who makes good movies. So no to the Ouija board in this scary specter room? Absolutely not. There are rules. We'll put a pin in it. No. We'll talk about it. <laughs> I'll do it. No. I'll just do it by myself. No. Nope. Like, well, I'm going to go visit the parents for the weekend. 
No. And then <laughs> send you a video. Guess where I am? Send help. There's ghosts. No. Call Wally. <laughs> <laughs> I need some ghosts busted. Okay. So. Anyway, sorry. Um, a couple of little stories about ghosts, real quick. Um, there is a man. Well, a ghost named John Henry. Just like little Jackie, John Henry has a sad story of his own that inspired ghost hunters to try to reconnect with his spirit. Okay. Um, Henry worked in the boiler room, and it was here that his remains were found. Ghost hunters reported seeing Henry's shadowy figure lurking between the boiler room and the green room. Some even claimed to have spoken with Henry, who sometimes audibly responds to questions about beer. Interesting. Um, there is another ghost that they call Grumpy. Grumpy ghost. Um, Grumpy, Grumpy is argue, arguably one of the Queen Mary's most memorable ghosts, also known as Grumpy the Growling Ghost. Oh. This spirit, whose identity is actually not known, is especially mem- memorable because he tends to growl at visitors. Interesting. Um, Grumpy. I think they call him Growly. Grumpy is said to lurk in the room under the stairs near the first class swimming pool, and sometimes he joins uh, John Henry in the boiler room. Interesting. There is a um a link to like listen to him growl, but that was also on the page where all, all the, the links, links are broken. broken. Damn, dude. Yeah. It is highly unfortunate. We'll do a reenactment. This is what I bet it sounds like. Rawr. <laughs> growl i didn't look on youtube i could have um but i did not it's okay so captain john treasure jones Ooh. was the last captain of the active queen mary sailing the ship from 1965 to 1967 and captaining her final voyage from southampton to long beach this earned him some serious credit in the maritime community transforming him into a media figure following the vessel's retirement he died at the age of 87 in 1993. Um, Jones was well known on the ship for his affinity for cigars. And after he died, visitors said that they could um, sometimes smell cigar smoke uh-huh. in the captain's quarters. Oh, cool. I heard he was a real treasure. <laughs> so this one is supposedly like the most creepiest okay. stories on the Queen Creepier Mary's. than a growling ghost? Apparently. Okay. Um, so as far as like onboard deaths go, mm-hmm. legend has it that someone murdered a young woman named Dana and her family in room B-474. B-474. Yeah. The killer strangled Dana's little sister and mother on the bed and then shot Dana to death in the bathroom. Dana's spirit can be found lurking with the other ghostly children in the second class pool and sometimes joins Grumpy and John Henry in the boiler room. So it's just like the boiler room, just like a meeting place for ghosts, or what? Same thing with like the uh, the little second class pool. Yeah. Um, many self-proclaimed paranormal investigators and psychics have been interested in conducting investigations into this, these phenomenons. Mm-hmm. Um, and one that caught my interest, well, one because it was already attached to an article that I was reading, so it was very accessible to me. It and does help. It it does help. <laughs> Two, this guy was considered um, one of the top, world's top 
paranormal investigators. <laughs> and I welcome you to the stage, Christopher Chicken. Chicken? I don't know how to say his last name. Christopher. Well, I'm going to hope his last name's Chicken. Well, it's C-H-A-C-O-N. C-H-A-C-O-N. I don't know. Chicken. Chicken. Okay, anyway, I'm going to call him Chris. Hey, Chris. All right, so Chris on IMBD is listed as one of the world's foremost authorities and top experts on paranormal and supernatural phenomenon, parapsychology, the occult, magic, sorcery, witchcraft, and ancient supernatural practices. So I guess we can say he knows what he's about. <laughs> I guess so. So. Chris conducted a scientific investigation of the property at the request of the company operating the ship. Mm -hmm. um, it was an 18-month round-the-clock investigation that utilized an extraordinary array of state-of-the-art technology. They monitored everything from background radiation to air pressure, magnetic fields to chemi chemical contents in the environment that spanned the entirety of the ship. Uh -huh. There was a team of scientists, including... Uh, physicists, medical doctors, and chemists were get, uh, that was dedicated to gathering and analyzing data. Over 1,500 people were interviewed, and hundreds of controlled experiments were conducted. Okay. Um, Christopher emphasized how a majority of paranormal events encountered around the world are explainable and how it's important to first rule out any logical explanations. So he's very much on your side. Um, Close enough. But after all is said and done with his investigation, over 12,000 events were documented. Um, with approximately 60% of those being determined to have an explain explainable factor. Okay. To which I would argue, what about the other 40%? Um, Christopher ended his investigation with the conclusion that the data suggests phenomenon which with fluctuating composite characteristics which would explain various types of haunt phenomena being documented and experienced by so many which basically means there's a lot of stuff going on a lot of different stuff going on which i could argue that if it is like magnetic uh what's the word magnetic fields messing with things like we talked about in the ghost hunting episode uh-huh uh Obviously, you get like those eerie feelings when things are just like a little bit off. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just I feel like any scientific experiment that sets out to prove something already has a possibility that they're gonna find evidence of what they're trying to prove. You know. But this was like a scientific research event that happened in right. the search of paranormal activity, which they said they documented like over 12,000 things mm -hmm. and concluded that like 60% of it they could explain. Right. So yeah, that's all I've got. All right. I'm gonna have to look up this scientific experiment. Maybe there's like a documentary or something about it. You would think after like 18 months of research. One would think like, hey guys, maybe somebody should record some of this. Uh, Yeah. They can find us where? Because we didn't do oh, that. Damn, at the beginning. we didn't do that. We're real good about doing that at the beginning. Uh, linktr. Linktr. Ee slash oopp. 
You can also find us at ouroddpodpodcast.com, as well as the search engine of most places where podcasts are cast. Some places I didn't even know we were on. <laughs> um, if you like our intro and outro music, you can check out darrencurtismusic.com. Uh, he's got a collection of awesome royalty-free stuff, as well as music he makes, you know, commercially. Um, that's all I got. Thanks so much for listening. As always, we are the Boneses, and, and we, we are, are out. out.